0: Hey, everyone. Michael Lunger here with another episode of Let's Innovate, the podcast where we uncover the passion behind great ideas. And we're continuing on with our series on finalists for the 2021 Youth Innovation Showcase. And today we're speaking with someone who competed and won in his age category in 2020, last year's competition with a different innovation, but he's back again. And that is Keanu Chan, 14 years old from Cranbrook, British Columbia. Hey, Keanu, how's it going? great how are you yeah, i'm not doing too bad so uh back again with a new innovation keanu you created something this year called new disc a novel universal design internal spine concept uh, pretty clever so i see you'll know, see what you did there uh but this project is to develop a novel alternative to substitute for degenerate ruptured or excised disc in the spine why don't you tell us about new disc?
1: Yes. So essentially, it's just this inflatable polyurethane balloon that would be inserted into, like you said, a damaged, excised, or ruptured spinal disc to act like a normal spinal disc. And based on my results, it does. And then in addition to that, there'd be this contrast dye within the balloon that allows it to be seen on x-rays or CAT scans. Then there's also this powder that's enveloping the balloon that allows it to bond to the adjacent vertebral end plates. So once it's inside of that spine disc, it will stay there and it won't move, and there will be no malposition of the device.
0: So if we kind of like get into like a visual for people listening to this, so the the spinal cord has these little kind of these grooves that are kind of like these areas uh, in between. Uh, Um, the the sort of like, I do not call them spikes. I don't know what the actual technical term is, but there's some area in between. And that's essentially where you're putting this balloon, to kind of cushion in between the areas of the spine, correct?
1: Yes. So essentially just think of it like almost like you're building Lego. So you have your one brick, then on top of it, another. But the way that a spine works is you have, this one brick, then in between that brick and another brick is a jelly donut. If you think of it like that, that's the simplest way. So those jelly donuts are what allows us to be able to move around and have no back pain, except those jelly donuts can get a hole in them and the jelly can leak out or something like that. And that's when back pain occurs. So my device is essentially inserting a balloon into that jelly donut. To give it that cushioning support.
0: And is this something that uh, current uh, metal practitioners are not using to alleviate back pain? Like, where is this like a brand new type of idea for uh, alleviating back pain?
1: Yes. So, this has never been done before. Currently, the gold standard for treatments is a spinal fusion, which involves metal rods and plates that you essentially pile into the spine. But then you don't have that much movement in the spine. You can only do it on so many levels of the spine. And it's also quite a large surgery, which is why my device, which has never been used or thought of before, is so practical.
0: <laughs> so, if nobody's ever thought of it before, I'm kind of I'd like to get back to that uh, moment when you maybe first discovered that this could be a potential idea. Um, how you were you inspired to create this?
1: So I heard about this guy who had a herniated spinal disc. So again, if you think about that jelly donut, the jelly was leaking out and putting pressure on his spinal cord, which essentially is, it's the nerve, I guess, that if it gets severed, that's what can make you paralyzed. And this particular guy, because he had pressure on the certain part of the the spinal cord, he actually had paralysis of the entire leg. And I was wondering exactly what the treatment that he would get is. And it could either be a spinal fusion, like I said before, or an artificial spine disc. But they're both difficult and impractical. So it got me thinking. I wonder if there's something else that's going to be used or that people are working on. And I checked. And so far, there's been nothing. They just think, okay, spinal fusion, it's the best. Let's just keep on using this. but. I don't want to just keep on using something if it's difficult and impractical. So I got to work during the coronavirus since I had lots of time and I just started working on it and ended up here.
0: Yeah, interesting. And of course, I've already mentioned that last year you um, submitted a, a different innovation that was also a medical device. So where are you in sort of like the development of these ideas, like how does the, how does something like a youth innovation showcase help you in the, in processing your idea and thinking through all the necessary steps that you need to do in order to bring your idea
1: from just an idea to reality? So with my past, so the project that I did before this and my current project now, they were relatively in the same area of like being completed. So What I need for this project is I need to create a prototype. So that's my first step, which I'm going to do very soon. And that's where I was at with my last project. I had built a prototype. Now, once I'm there, I need to get a patent. So make sure nobody could steal my idea, basically. Get a medical device establishment Mm -hmm. license, which is essentially just FDA approval, but in Canada. And then I need to do in vivo testing, which means inside of a living thing, which once I do that with both of my devices that I've made, so the one last year and this year, then that's when it gets to go onto the market. And the Youth Innovation Showcase helps me by branching out all meeting different people and being able to talk to people that will help me advance my device. And last year winning that prize money that's what i'm going to use it all just to advance the last year project and then if i can i don't think i'll have any leftover money to advance this project which is why i brought it here so that hopefully i'll be able to get the 5000 or however much it was to advance my project and also the youth innovation showcase it just helps me get a better understanding of just science in general Because I have to learn to condense such a broad idea that is my project into like, I have to condense it into like 30 or 45 seconds, which really just helps me master that like public speaking aspect of science, which just always is helpful.
0: Yeah, no, I want to get into that uh, a little bit because um, you did compete in the science slam last year. But before we get there, you know, let's briefly talk about your innovation from last year. Maybe just uh, quickly describe what that is, because, you know, maybe there's some investors out there that want to help you out, Keanu. So maybe just quickly give us the summary of last year's innovation.
1: So last year's innovation also involved an inflatable polyurethane balloon, believe it or not. But the way this one worked is that it would be inserted into a wound, such as a bullet or knife wound, which currently paramedics just insert gauze. So they essentially just put in something and put as much pressure as they can. But it's, again, impractical. So my device... You insert this little device that you have, so just this little balloon, you put it inside of the wound, it expands, which creates pressure inside of the wound, enough to actually occlude or stop the bleeding of traumatic bleeding blood vessels. And then enveloping it is this clotting agent called Surgicel, which actually clots the blood around it, so it's just another addition. And then there's also a silver nanoparticle antibiotic that's inside of that cell or that clotting agent that actually takes away that chance of infection to occur.
0: Yeah, really nice. Really inventive stuff. So let's get to the public outreach, you know, they, the communicating, the practicing of the communication of your idea. Um, you took part in Science Slam last year. You won. <laughs> Congratulations. But I'm curious, like, what you've learned, you know, through this process, through the the two Youth, youth Innovation Showcase uh, pitches, Science Slam, how, what have
1: you learned over that process of learning how to communicate your idea? So a big part of science, of course, you have to have that good project well you have to have a project that you think is applicable to that certain thing but you also have to like you should love science if you're doing it it science is such a great thing that you should be enthusiastic about it and you should learn to show everybody how excited you are about this particular idea of this thing such as the science lab you just have to be excited about it and If you're not excited about it, it just takes away from that fun and energy that science actually can be. It's not just writing on paper and doing some math equation. No, it's actually fun, and I enjoy it. And through the Youth Innovation Showcase, again, condensing my project into 30 and 45 seconds, I loved doing that. I loved just analyzing my project and seeing how I could just go up to some stranger talk to them and they'd be like, wow, I completely understand your project. And that's really a big part of science that I think a lot of people miss out on.
0: Yeah, no, I think it really comes through your love of science. And when you communicate about it, you can definitely hear it in your voice. Um, But Kiano, you know, I think, People might have a perception of you as being like, you know, this science junkie, you know, that just loves science. You know, your brother Braxton, we talked to him in the first episode of, of Let's Innovate, your dad is a doctor, you know, so you're surrounded, you know, by science in a lot of different aspects of your life. But there's more to you than just that. You know, you I remember talking to you and about like your inspirations, and they come from completely different places. Like, you know, you play uh in the school band, you're a drummer, you play soccer. Maybe talk a little bit about some of these non-sciencey things that inspire you.
1: Yes, I'm a drummer. I also play soccer. I kite surf. And yeah, I just look around at nature and I do what I want. I don't just do science. I also do other things, but that can also lead to science. For example, like my last project with that inflating balloon inside of a wound I got that from my love of cars because there's this car that's supposedly going to eventually self heal (laughs) itself by expanding its carbon fiber. So I thought, could something expand in a human to fix them? And then I was like, well, if I expand something, that can't be good for the wound. But then I remembered that you need to put pressure in a wound. And going from a Lamborghini, so the type of car, to a device that can help traumatic wounds, I just that's just science. It's amazing. I just do other things like soccer and drumming and I can get inspired from things such as that. It doesn't just have to be reading through textbooks, trying to get an idea.
0: Why do you think that's so important though? Um, You know, if people are listening to this and they're, they want to become scientists, you obviously want to be involved in science in some way, but why are these, these other activities really important Um, uh, just for you? You know, to, um, to think about your ideas in different ways?
1: Well, just by doing other activities and just doing things other than just science, yeah, it just gives you a different perspective on certain things. Like, let's say I wanted to do a project about water and something that has to do with lakes and fish or something. Now, I can just read through a textbook and see things, but it's so important to just be in the moment and just live life and have that experience of, for example, I kite surf. So I go in the water with a board and a kite and I ride around. And that just gives you that feeling of like, wow, this is just the earth we live on or however you want to approach your project. And it's super important. If I didn't do things other than just science and school, I don't think I would be near the same person. I would just be somebody that just reads a textbook all day, doesn't go out. But then I don't think I would also have my ideas for both of these projects because our brains need that relief from all of the knowledge. But going out, it's still, it just helps. It just stimulates that part of your brain that just leads to fun, basically. And just having a good time while still being able to have that innovative side to you that leads to science.
0: Yeah. No, I think if anyone's listening to this, you know, Keanu, I think that's, that's great advice, you know, is to, you know, You know, lean into your hobbies, you know, lean into those other things that you love to do because the love for science and the love for these other things comes from the same place and they can, you know, feed each other and, of course, make you a well rounded human and someone that uh, gets excited to get up every day to either go kite surfing, go play soccer, go play drums, or work on some novel medical devices. Um, Keanu, thank you so much for joining us on Let's Innovate. Good luck with. With your two uh, innovations, I'm sure uh, our paths will cross again, maybe at another science slam someday. Um, Do you have anywhere uh, online where people can learn uh, more about uh, your innovations? Are you putting stuff up on a website or anything?
1: Yes. So you can check out some videos of my current and past innovations on YouTube. And that would just be searching up like new disc or novel universal design, internal spine concept, or also heal it. And that should lead you to some videos. Or if you actually want to look at my project in its depth, then that's when you could look at make projects, which I dealt with during a Canada wide science fair which now displays my two past projects that went to the Canada-wide science fairs, and it shows them in, de- in depth. And also, if you want to see a published version of my last project and my current project now, which is getting put for public publication, you can look up the Canadian Science Fair journal, which should show my Heal It project, which was my past project, and my disk project.
0: Awesome. Well, if you're interested in Kiana's project, go check that out. Uh, You can also check out more information about the Youth Innovation Showcase at sciencefairs.ca, on social media at Youth Innovation Showcase, uh, at Youth Innovation on Twitter. And of course, me, I'm on there, Michael John Unger on Instagram, Michael J. Unger on Twitter. Uh, If you like this podcast, you'll like, subscribe, leave a review, tell some of your friends. And until next time, let's innovate.